The concept of the Ponzi scheme was the brainchild of Charles Ponzi. He promised clients a 50% profit within 45 days or a 100% profit within 90 days by buying discounted postal reply coupons in other countries and then redeeming them at face value in the US as a form of arbitrage. However, in reality, Ponzi was paying earlier investors using the investments of later investors, not with any form of profit from the business. Thousands of people would go on to defraud millions more with this same scheme. You may even know a few people who have been sucked into a Bitcoin scam or even a multi-level marketing scheme, the modern-day equivalent of Ponzi's namesake except with tangible goods. Now, aside from that, have you ever had your credit card skimmed or stolen? Yeah, I know, that was a rough transition, but our friend George Santos has allegedly committed so many crimes like Ponzi schemes and identity theft that it's hard to transition between them. So let's get into all of the crimes against our favorite conman, sorry, I mean congressman, well, congressperson actually, tonight on I Do Not Trust This Person, The Many Lies of George Santos. Do you have any nicknames or did you, I, like I've got my own nicknames for you, but like growing up, did you have any nicknames that ever stuck? Like I've, I know I've heard a llama before, but that's... No, why you're bringing up a very sensitive topic. Oh yeah, fair enough. Um, I guess, no. yeah, we all had mean nicknames that we no, were called for sure. No, I never had sure. a nickname. Oh really? Oh, so you're upset you never had a nickname. I mean, no. we, we called you Brazilianaire the first time we met you, but that was more of a drunk thing. No, but like in school. Oh, um, like nobody, yeah. No. Um, when I was in eighth grade, seventh grade, was that one? Uh, I had a few people who tried to get Laney. Laney? Oh, Laney gosh. No. To catch on. No. But it never Laney? did. Um, no, no offense to anybody named Laney, but not for Alana. <laughs> it no. just doesn't it doesn't fit. No, 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 no. Not at all. That was it. That's, that was that's it. it. That's it. That's Gosh. it. But like, what nicknames would you give? A, a person There's with the name of Alana? Of yeah. I mean, your name's pretty unique. You're, I've known, I, I've only known you as a, like, uh, interpersonal as an Alana. I've met yeah. one other in my life that's spelled your way and like a few other randos like Alana Glazer and shit like that. But yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. like later in life, people. And I don't remember who first said a llama. I think it was my friend in high school, Amanda. Mm -hmm. So, but that wasn't really a nickname. It was just kind of a funny. Yeah. I mean, an obvious joke. Yeah. too. <laughs> like what, what animal are you? Well, obviously a llama like. And that's it. Yeah. yeah I, but I, I always wanted a nickname because, you know, everybody had I feel like I feel like a nickname is a sign of intimacy between friends. Like mm, there's, mm -hmm. you know, there's something kind of cool about it. Yeah. Like, oh, your friends call you this. But. Yeah. Unless your nicknames are just like. Hey, stupid or whatnot. Just, <laughs> that, that was the weakest one I could come up with because I was called much worse and more non uh, say non PC things yeah. you can say these days. Uh, but should have said back then either. It's but. <laughs> funny because it's funny that you say that because my sister had a nickname all through high school and college um, that everybody knew her by. Mm. But she stopped going by that name like after she graduated college. Mm -hmm. she, she goes by her full name again. Sure. And so... Now, I guess someone that she knows just ran into someone that she knew from high school 
who referred to her by the nickname that she had in high school. And so she was able to identify like, oh, that's a person who knew me in high school if that's what they're calling me. Yeah. uh Because, you know, that was like (laughs) her nickname then. Yeah. So which is kind of cool. But yeah. No, at the at the very short answer to your question is no. Is no, but the long answer was all of what you was just said. Was all of that, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I have a waffle butt, which I'm not that fond of. Um, I was anymore. anymore. I'm sure you were at some point. Uh, not really. It was more of a going along with it. Um, but also, I have uh, my music moniker, Timmy Two Step, was given to me by people in Kansas when I lived up there. Of all things, like. They asked me if I wrote, I wore boots to school, like cowboy boots, because they're, I, I, the pair I have are comfortable, and they were the warmest thing I had, because it was like three feet of snow in Lawrence when I oh, went there. Oh, God, Kansas. Yeah, Kansas sucks. Uh, in winter. Yeah, it's the absolute worst. Horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible place. Um, But I wore boots, and they're like, did you ride horses to school when you lived in Texas? I'm like, no. Like, do you know how to two-step? I said, no. I'm like, well, your name's Timmy Two-Step now, and then it just stayed with me, and I don't... I, it's a pretty lazy moniker, I think. Um, but but it's, it kind know? of sounds nice. Like Timmy Two Step has yeah. a really good ring to it. Yeah, you know? that's so kind of probably why a, I went you to. You don't two step. No, not whatsoever. Um, I actually and you're not don't a country artist and not nothing whatsoever. to do with any of that. So it's it's not the best name in terms of describing. No, what it's you actually do. kind of a bad name for an emo musician. But it is a great just <laughs> f- like phonetically, it sounds. Good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I just side note. Mm. Kansas. Oh, Kansas sucks. In winter. Sucks. <laughs> the day that we were there, <laughs> that we had driven, what, like, because we were staying in uh, Kansas City. City. Yeah, we're staying in Kansas City. Uh-huh. And we drove an hour and a half to the middle, to the of, middle nowhere. of nowhere. So we were driving back and we made it back into Kansas City. And mm-hmm. I think it was like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And uh no, like two in the morning. No, no, uh, no, no, no. Wait. No. No, we were gonna go get pizza, remember? There was a pizza it had to be like nine o'clock at night or something. Oh, okay, there was a yeah. pizza place it that was felt still open. Like it was in the middle well, of was, eternity. Yeah, it was pitch black. And I have only ever lived really in Texas yeah. or warmer places. Sure. You're not used to I mean, I lived degrees. in England for a while, but England doesn't get that cold. Yeah. But doesn't get down to fourteen or whatever Celsius. No, no not, Celsius, not to but, my memory. Not no. that cold, yeah. I don't think. England I think is more like Portland. Where right, it's, it's rainy, wetter, it's yeah, kind of mild, because sure, yeah. um, it's surrounded by water on all yeah, sides. Yeah, sure, so it kind sure, of sure. Versus Kansas, it's all plain. Yeah, versus Ugh. Kansas, which is continental climate, so it's just so cold. Anyway, we got back and it was again. Was it middle. like what seven degrees? Uh, oh, about Fahrenheit. It was fourteen when we got back. It was seven when we went to the airport was the it next 14? day. Yeah, it was. Okay, well, we, we walked around know, the building. I didn't know what fourteen <laughs> degrees was, yeah. so. We thought we would go walk to the pizza place. Mm, yeah. And being from Texas, we did not have the appropriate no. winter I think gear. We're still in our like wedding clothes. Yeah, and like maybe a, a jacket. I mean, yeah. we probably had like a puffy jacket, but again, yeah. th- it's Texas jackets yeah, not, that, not that we have. 14 degree no, d- so day I think after we tomorrow made it kind like of <laughs> gear that half we need. A block, maybe one. We made it once around the square block of the building. And, and were we like, were like, no. I think we made it behind the building. We're like, we can't do this, and we it was <laughs> we just came back. Horrible. Like it'll take us just as long to get back if we go straight than not. Yeah, we just it was turned it back around. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah, so and then 14... the pizza sucked. Oh, like, boy. oh man, it was pure. Like yeah. it's like they dumped raw garlic all well, over. Well, that it. was our fault. We ordered yeah. it with garlic because we love garlic on our pizza. Sure. Especially a roasted whole clove of garlic. Yeah. But they did like very finely chopped raw. You know what? It, raw it's garlic. almost like they did. You know that. 
pre-chopped garlic oh, you yeah. can get in jars at the, the grocery store. Stuff that goes rancid really fast, by the way. Don't it's buy that. It's almost like they just dumped that all over the pizza. Yeah, it, that was gross. But at that point, you know, I think it was like 10, 11 o'clock at night. We were we, just so tired. Yeah, it was whatever. It's, I don't even think we ate that much of it. I barely ate any of it. But that loft we stayed in, that Airbnb loft was awesome. in Kansas City was cool. Yeah. Now, see, that was a real story about real human beings. Yes, it was. That happened. Versus fake stories about this fake human being. Yes. Who was once called right, George. Right, we're here to talk about George Santos. Or, as far as the nicknames are concerned, George Scamtos, which is what people around him had apparently been calling him. <laughs> I didn't just make that up. That was apparently a nickname that people around him that knew all of these things we're about to talk about uh, called him behind his back. Um, also, just a few dumb facts that I wrote at the top here. <laughs> we're, we're, we're discussing his scams. You heard at the top of the show the whole uh, bit about Ponzi and you know what <laughs> those kinds of scams are and that we're going to be talking about all of these actual Ponzi schemes that he had ran. And all to keep up status, like that—that's what the 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 crux Everything of George Santos. Status. It is. Then that's actually what um, the charges talk about. That he wanted to seem rich to Republicans, so he would come off um, like affluent as part of like their club, and it, which is kind of ironic. Like, which I'll get to the irony of that. Well, later. Uh, well, no, right now. Why not? Like, um, <laughs> it's but it's ironic that. He ran on this. I'm a rich guy. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a hundred, you know, hundred millionaire or whatever. When his real life would have just like made a better story. Like he was a guy who had a mother who was a housekeeper. He lived in a, a house in Brazil that's like zoned for four people to live in. Like yeah. he he it was from Good he point. is like technically a rags to a not rag really riches but a little bit of riches. But like, still like he did make money. Like he's not poor. And that's one of the things that <laughs> like, the um. The, the article, New York Times we read that article, New York Times yeah. article that came out, I think, yesterday or the day before, whenever yeah, this is being. The lady that um, had been, her and um, another person had been covering George Santos for a while. And he called her. And he straight to, up called to, her. Very great article. Few, yeah, great article yeah. in the New York Times. But she talked about that, about mm -hmm. how, you know, his life story is one really of, of kind of persistence. Yeah. Whether, I mean, obviously with a lot of lies to the point where scams. I genuinely <laughs> yeah. don't even think he knows that he's lying anymore. It's well to their point what I think one of um I had watched uh, something else on him earlier uh that he it's like Wiley Coyote that he's just keeping That's he's oh is that in the article yeah, yeah. okay I watched a bunch of George Santos stuff today prepping for all of this <laughs> because so much came out that's why we're here now just side note because one we got a good feeling that all of this was about to start going down and we were about to find out more about George Santos because well we'll get to it um his treasurer just pled guilty to you know scams <laughs> and so that happened, and not to mention we wanted the last episode to come out on the year anniversary of him getting elected, so um, we just kind of spanned it out. So that's a bit of behind the scenes for you. But in general, he wanted to keep up this whole facade when his regular life would have just sufficed. And sufficed, sorry. Uh, and the person that brought up that how it's ironic um, quote was a person that George Santos told that he was worth $100 million. Like mm. some guy investment dude that he had known. Well, yeah, going back to like, what you said, his story it, as it exists is just as compelling, you know, like 
someone coming up from poverty mm-hmm. in Brazil, coming to America, yeah. as, you know, an immigrant, blah, blah, blah. Like his mom had a gambling problem and everything like he, he had, you know, he had a rough life growing up. Like, and I get like why he wanted to like change his, you know, existence in this, but he just went so far into the keeping up with the Joneses or the Devolders, I guess, in the situation like that. It, it just, I mean, he, he wily coyote, he ran as long as you keep on running, um, you won't fall. But then he looked down yeah. and now he's falling. Like one of the things he, of the keeping up with the Joneses style thing is he, he used to tell people that he's a preferred buyer at Hermes and, uh, which is a very, very expensive jewelry store that I think you, I don't know, have to pay to even get into. It's not jewelry. What is it? I thought Hermes was jewelry. I mean, they uh, have some jewelry, but yeah, they're mostly but, known for their scarves and oh, so their he, things that he Birkin might steal. Bags. So keep your scarves uh, on lock because he stole a Burberry one. He says he didn't. But, uh, well, he says he didn't do any of these. He says I he know. didn't do anything that he did and he did everything that he didn't do. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, a person like close to him with his dog charity referred to him as the Tinder the Tinder swindler. Um be- or the Tindler. Uh, the t- or the Tindler, uh <laughs> who knows. Um but the Tinder swindler is a guy who catfished a whole bunch of people to keep up his lavish lifestyle and <laughs> said he needed money to escape his enemies. So, yeah, that kind of tracks as George Santos and are we sure that George Santos wasn't the Tinder swindler? Who knows. Um but and then there was one other um, about him. And th- this are, I'm, I'm leading up to him just conning on a very lower level just to friends all the way up to the biggest things that he's actually being charged with. And uh, let me say that I don't know about any of this mm. because so all the previous episodes, I feel like the the lies have been pretty straightforward. Sure. Yeah. They're so general that, lies, fibs, dumb yeah, things like, to lie about. So that I've been able to kind of catch on Mm. during the episode or maybe read a little bit before the episode and be like, Mm. okay, yeah, I get it. This one, I have been, all of this money stuff is so convoluted. Yeah. And we're not news, so don't come to us for news. No, we are trying to, our best it is again. Impossible <laughs> to keep this shit straight. Like the New York Times did, so kudos to them and all the research they did for us. Um, yeah, if but. you want like a true factual timeline of everything, the New York Times New York has Times. done a fantastic job. Not associated with them, love them. They are not failing; they're doing rather well. Uh, they don't need me to say that for them. But now, one no, of the you also uh, have other opinions about the New York. Times. I do have other opinions about the New York Times. But. I'm not a biggest fan myself but um they're they're fine uh they they do they do good work a lot a lot of good reporters do a lot of good work anyways um one of the people again lower level uh, scams on folks this time being a friend a high school friend or a, a, i think maybe a middle school friend i don't remember um she is now a lawyer and he ran into her at a gas station um or a convenience store or something after she had just won her first case, or at least a big case, and he said, oh, let me take you and your client out to dinner. So he did at this very nice restaurant, proceeds to pitch the client uh, on a $300 principal investment, but he's not allowed to say what it's for. Um, he declined to invest, and this ended up being one of the Ponzi schemes that we're going to mention. Um, I don't know which Ponzi scheme it was. They weren't really clear on that, but um, it it's involved in a lot of this Crazy, just absolute craziness. So the next part, um, we're going on a, on a lower level. Back in Brazil, let's go back home to Brazil mm. for a second, where he stole his uh, mom's cre- or checkbook. Um, or yeah, right, yeah, his mom's Is this the checkbook. Check fraud? Yes, um, 
the checkbook belonged to, oh, sorry, a, a former patient of his mother. I'm sorry. Um, and wrote a bunch of checks and said that he messed up and vowed to pay the money back, but he never did. Uh, and then there was, um, he also met a woman at a bingo parlor, ended up becoming friends with her, stole some money, bought a bunch of stuff and even pawned jewelry. And then, yeah, he got away with that until people saw him on the news as and they're not Anthony DeVolder as George Santos running for Congress. And that's when that check fraud thing came back to light. We mentioned that, I think, in the grab bag episode when we were talking about his crazy lawyer who <laughs> was the getaway driver of an assassination. So that's great. Um, so now we're getting into more of the things that he was actually charged with. This um, thing right here is most of it is the campaign finance Mo like it's white collar crime. Every Republican in the world yells that we need to loosen the campaign finance laws, yada, yada, yada. But this, I don't think are the campaign finance laws that they're talking about loosening. He said that he had family members that donated to his campaign. And when asked, none of them did. Uh, at least his sister didn't admit to donating uh, $2,900 to his campaign when she herself, as of the writing of the Mother Jones article I'm quoting, uh, was about to be evicted and uh, was not making very much money. They even went to um, one of his fr uh, sorry, family members that lives in Queens, said that they had contributed $5,800, and that person said, I am dumbfounded. I have uh, – no, this is all news to me. I don't have any of that kind of money to throw around. So that is a outright crime because you're basically saying you're donating under somebody else's name. Is that how it goes? Under the, uh, under federal finance law, it's illegal to make a contribution using a false name or the name of someone else. It's called contribution in the name of another. Uh, yeah. So, so this is where kind of his... Um scheming starts. Well, not really scheming. Uh Oh, actually, I skipped one. Um, His treasurer comes from. Yeah, this kind of gets mm -hmm. involved in this. And mm -hmm. he, um, in the article that we read today in the New York Times, is conveniently blaming her for everything, saying that he. Oh, is he? Claiming that he, you know, was hands off and didn't have involvement and blah, blah, blah. She pled guilty to her and another unnamed co conspirator. Like, he's. He, the reason he's being charged is because of that stuff that she just pled guilty to. And I'm willing to bet the FBI has the evidence on that. They don't just charge you for no reason. Well, uh, that's a <laughs> that's a loaded thing to one, say. One but. of the things that he's being indicted for is is falsely inflating the fundraising numbers yep, with all of that. Yep. And it was so that they could hit a $250,000 benchmark that would qualify the campaign for a program run by a Republican Party committee. Yep. Yeah. So it was to help him get more campaign support. Exactly. And that's why they lied. Yeah. He was um, basically they were making the money. Then they started to fall short and then they inflated the numbers. One other thing I failed uh, to mention, I uh, should have led up to this before the campaign because it's a lesser crime as well. He has been implicated in a credit card skimming uh, thing oh, yeah, the, where he lied to a judge about working for Goldman Sachs. He was defending a person who uh, had been arrested for being seen on camera, pulling a skimmer out of a chase bank machine. And, he then, you know, was went to court to um, help defend him uh, by testifying for him. 
but apparently the George went to the guy in jail and threatened him not to uh, implicate George in this. And the guy kept quiet because he had family in Orlando and he was afraid they might get deported because George knows people in the government, quote oh, unquote. Damn. So then he finally came forward and is working. He's one of the people that's been working with, uh, I believe it might be the Washington state police or maybe it's, uh, oh, maybe it's just Washington, D.C., but or no, he said Seattle. So it has to be Washington State. Um, I, I've, I don't have that right here handy, but they had said that this is all just the tip of the iceberg as far as the scheme was. So George has got more coming to him from not just campaign finance, check fraud in Brazil, all this other stuff. And then again, his treasurer admitting to all of this, implicating him in uh, <laughs> implicating him in inflating all of his numbers, which he did like. He, he did like I feel like we can we don't even have to say alleged on that one but just in case he allegedly did um so real quick here are the charges uh that have been added on to him it's called a superseding uh was a superseding indictment that uh these basically replace the other ones that he had already been in I believe is how this goes I don't think they or replace they, they add they to. or they add well, or they add to or do they they're just so much I thought they were so much worse than uh the other ones that they kind of replace it that's probably not the case I'm not a lawyer so don't oh, trust it says me on the that. new acqu- accusations were made in a 23-count superseding indictment. Yeah, so superseding it indictment. It added yeah. 10 charges from oh, okay. the previous right. indictment. So now this is the new indictment. Oh, wait, indictment the first with... one was 13. These are 10 more. Okay, that so makes more sense. A, so 23 Duh. counts, but the 10 counts are the new ones. Yeah, conspiracy to commit offenses against the United States, wire fraud, aggravated identity theft, which that one is the craziest one to me, um, ac- uh, access device fraud, uh, what the hell is that? Uh, false statements to the Federal Election Commission and then falsifying records to obstruct the Federal Election Commission. So the aggravated identity theft, that is like... Anything I don't, with the word aggravated, aggravated in it, it like sound That good. caught my eye biggest, biggest, bigliest, why not? Um... Uh, it's well, it's just because like how this one was like, how did you not think you were going to get caught here? Because there's one thing I know about rich people. They're rich because they're either were given a bunch of money like Elon or they keep track of everything that is run on their cards. He ran somebody's card number, stole a donor's card number and transferred more than eleven thousand dollars to his own account and fifty thousand dollars from two other donors using a fake nonprofit. This is all according to um, the FBI So uh, and also the New York Times who reported this. Thanks again, the New York Times. Um, he also said he faked um, being wealthy to um, impress the Republican leaners by inflating um, his cam- uh, fictitious campaign loan. That was $500,000. I think that's the one that um, Nancy, whatever her name is, um, the, his treasurer is uh, just got Yeah, but this is the best part for. of that is that according to prosecutors – Mr. Santos at the time had less than eight thousand dollars in his personal mm-hmm. and business bank accounts. Yeah, he was poor as shit, and <laughs> I was like, you I know, can't believe that. The craziest thing about all of this is like, th- he has to be caught at this point, right? He says he's not. He is so adamantly like to the point where like I almost believe him. Like when he says like, no, this is I'm I'm ready to defend myself. Blah blah blah. I'm like, man, do you are you that delusional or? 
are you innocent? And is this one big misunderstanding? Like, I don't think it is. It's definitely not. Like, I, I'm adamantly I mean, on the side of this man's guilty. It's like a, <laughs> is this like a bodies, bodies, bodies situation? Right, right. Yeah, spoiler Just, uh, alert for that. But yeah, <laughs> maybe not. Big misunderstanding? Big misunderstanding. I, like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's see, reading all of this, it seems damning beyond a doubt. Yeah, I, I, I mean, especially when they, I mean, it's the money. Always follow yeah. the money. They have him dead to rights on paper. Not to mention that he lied to Congress. Like, that alone is a big old crime. Like, Well, and one of the, I can't remember which one of the, um, one of the uh, charges that he is is faced with carries a minimum two-year sentence. Oh, wow. So, like. That's a lot. That's I mean, yeah, I I think he's going to go at, for at least 2 years or he's going to have an ankle bracelet on for 5 maybe and have to stay in New York's third the rest of his life having his house egged. Uh I don't know if we've made that joke on this show already, but that is just a fantasy I have of him actually getting charged with some of this stuff. He also um somebody identified as contributor number 12 in the like court stuff, whatever, court papers. He <laughs> like with 15 it was a dollars uh, was um given to George's campaign from this person who did not do that he did not donate that whoever they are did not donate that money and an additional 44,000 of that was rounded through the Devolder organization mm-hmm. like he keep like um, it, these numbers just keep going of him stealing and stealing and stealing like he stole hundreds of thousands, if not over a million plus dollars from all of these donors, like put them through packs, like $50,000 um, claimed that uh, was in a super pack. And then he pocketed the money and used it for per- or personal expenses. Oh, wait, like, there's that other one. This is completely unrelated to money, but just uh, which one? so funny because I read it today in the article of the New York Times where he claims that his niece was kidnapped. Oh, my gosh. By the Chinese Communist Party. Because yeah. of, of comments that he had made. And not only was his like, not only did the Chinese Communist Party have nothing to do with it. Officials say that his the police, that no yeah. kidnapping ever occurred, period. Mm-hmm. And to lean on the side of he made it up. <laughs> so like, like, wow, just I mean, I think he is just so deep in like, mm-hmm. I mean, he, there's also, he did 24,000 or he applied for 24,000 in pandemic funds. I think we've mentioned on the show before, uh, when he was employed, like he, and many, many other people did the same thing. Like, I mean, many Republicans, many, uh, millionaires, billionaires all applied for COVID so maybe relief, he but is he a also logical liar. He, I, I mean, not to diagnose from this end, but it does seem that way. Like I, I can't get it out of my head. Uh, he, also claimed that he facilitated the uh, <laughs> the sale of a yacht between two of his donors, and that piqued the you know the Fed's interest in him back in was it 2019 or is it I just read that it's just 19 million. It was a few years ago, oh, 2022. Um, it looks like yeah, two of his donors. He said that he was um, what did he say that he does? Uh, he's just a broker where he would start calling his Rolodex of people and say, hey, do you need a boat? Do you need a yacht? Uh, I can sell you. I've got somebody that wants to sell one. And his brokerage fee was like 400000 That's not an illegal thing. People do that. But whether he did it or not, and whether there was no, you know, weirdness 
with funneling campaign money likely took place. That's why he's been charged with all this stuff. So the feds can all find out. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of all of it for, uh, that I have as far as those crimes are concerned, because I mean, it's, it's all the campaign finance and then saying that he, you know, had $500,000 in his bank account. I don't have, um, the, um, well, no, he said that he made a $500,000 for... donation. No, I mean for when he lied to Congress is what I was about to say. Like, you know, he uh-huh. had all of his inflated his wealth and everything, you know, he had all of these different donations mm-hmm. and now his treasurer has finally admitted to this. He's trying to throw her under the bus. It's not going to work, it seems. And I mean, I I think what the biggest thing that will happen if I'm speculating, which is irresponsible, but I live irresponsibly. Uh, responsibility. What's that? MXPX. Uh you're welcome, everyone. But he, like I said, ankle bracelet, and he will be forced to either resign or not run anymore. That'll be part of a plea bargain that he may strike. But who knows? Um, not me. Not us. We don't but know. What I do know is that in a past episode, which I will have to go back and listen to, I think I made the argument that he is not a pathological liar. But indeed, Donald Trump's son. I still stick by that. <laughs> but now I'm thinking that maybe he is a pathological liar. Yeah. Because reading that article that the New York Times put out where the reporter finally was able to talk to him, it's like talking to a person who has no sense of uh, no. Uh, he like like what you said, he thinks that he's innocent. Yeah. A hundred percent. He completely denies any wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be crazy, completely. Yeah, like disconnected from reality. Yeah, that or he's just lying so hard because he knows he's caught. Like I've, I don't know if I've mentioned it here before. I have a, a vision of a story. I guarantee you, I'm at least going to write a short treatment for a screenplay about a man like George Santos, uh, who is just lying, 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 and then gets into his limo and is having a full blown panic attack. Cause he doesn't know how to keep up with any of these lies. And that's how I imagine him on a daily basis. Like, uh, he, he's a baffling human being. And that's why I spent the past year researching this man, like, because uh, it's so fascinating, but we'll end this one here. And then we on, well, it'll come out on the, I think it was the fourth, it was whatever the, yeah, it was the fourth as the year anniversary of when we elected, well, when New York's third, that was wasn't you guys. Wasn't me. Wasn't us. Um, we elected Ted Cruz and John Cornyn and Greg Abbott and Dan Patrick and all those fun people. Not us personally. Um, but Hell no. Hell no. But yeah, we're going to get to the final episode next week. The truth about George Santos. Um you know, go over some of our favorite lies and yeah, end on what actually is true about this crazy some beach. And which do we even know? Do we even know uh, some things? I mean, we know that he absolutely committed check fraud in Brazil because I think he admitted to that one. So that one um, he did, that one he did admit fully to. admit. And, you know, what's he going to do? Sue us. He doesn't have the time. All right. We'll see you all on the fourth, I guess. Um, whatever. It's it's going to be like a Tuesday or something like that or Wednesday. He but, might sue us because he said 
I'm just going to keep referring to this New York Times article mm. that I read today. Um, he said that he's having a hard time getting his story out because his name is not as, uh, I guess, buzzy in the news as it was back That's in true. January, February when all of this first broke. So now he's ready to talk to people about the truth and nobody really like cares. So maybe we will catch the attention yeah. of George Santos. And you know what, George Santos, I'll say this very much and very confidently. I would love to see the headline... George Santos sues low-level podcast for some sort of defamation. And I, I and let, I'll end right here. If you do want to do that and you do want to sue us, it's Shway Media. Just look us up. We're on the internet. It's easy to find. We're on the internet? We're on the internet, yeah. Uh, and I do have access to a lawyer that would terrify the absolute core out of you. One of Trump's lawyers, specifically. I'll do one better. One better than one of Trump's yes. lawyers that I have access to, and I'm not yes. even joking. My message is this <laughs> George, come on our show. Oh, that is better. George, come talk to us. Come talk to us. We're, you know. I'm from Brazil. Yeah, I'm not. Come talk to I a, was a fellow Brazilian about the truth. Yeah, we would love to Tell talk to you. Tell your story. Come talk to us, sue us, both work in our favor. Um, I do truly promise you that. Um, I just, I just can't, I just can't name who it is. Uh, but that's all. Come on, George. Do one, George, do better. I always, we we keep ending with that. Just do better, man. No, I'm past that. I'm it's past impossible. that. No, it's impossible. You can't do better. All right, we're out. Um, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. been listening to I Do Not Trust This Person, Season 1, The Many Lies of New York Representative George Santos. The show is hosted and produced by Alana Matos and Tim Philippi. The show is mixed and edited at Shway Media Studios in Austin, Texas. For a full list of news sources and music used in this episode, please refer to the show notes. I Do Not Trust This Person was created by Tim Philippi and is a production of Shway Media and America the Podcast Presents. For more information, please visit shwaymedia.com. Copyright 2023, all rights reserved. This has been a production of Shway Media, all rights reserved. For more information, please visit shwaymedia.com. Thank you.